right, welcome back to another edition of the Tony D Podcast. A lot of Pacers and a lot of Colts to discuss on this episode as the Colts prepare for, at least to date, their most important game of the season, a game that I feel can make or break the remainder of the season for the Colts. I know we're uh, just to the end of October here, but big game coming up on Sunday against the Tennessee Titans down in Nashville. And the Pacers tipped off at home Wednesday night in a loss to the Washington Wizards. Uh, I'm going to give you my take on on what to expect from the Pacers this year. Who should be making progress and, you know, honestly, realistic expectations for this team. So we will dive into that. As always, thank you to Flooring is Forever. Flooringisforever.com, 317-755-1246. With over 20 years of experience here locally in central Indiana, check out Flooring is Forever for all of your flooring needs, whether it is your home or office. Check them out today, flooringisforever.com. Also, the UPS store in Fishers. They have everything you need to help your small business grow. Their pack and ship experts are waiting to help you. Check them out today off of Olea Road up in Fishers, just outside of Geis in front of the Kroger, the UPS store up there on Oleo Road. All right, so the Colts. Okay, look, this team has been... A roller coaster ride, which is very similar to what I feel the Pacers are going to be this year. Now, with the Pacers, my expectations are young team, growing pains, going to be some movement. I'm okay with another losing season, okay? I, I, I am prepared this year to just have fun with this team, not get too pissed off. Hopefully, Miles Turner is traded. Let's put that on the back burner. To the Colts. The expectations, not by me, not by fans, but by 56th Street, by West 56th Street. And the Colts brass this year, and really every year, when you bring in a revolving door of veteran back end of their career quarterbacks, the expectation is to go to the Super Bowl. It didn't matter if you brought in Russell Wilson, who is obviously hot garbage right now, or who you brought in. You probably weren't going to compete with Buffalo, who was on an absolute tear going on a game-winning drive on Sunday to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. You're not going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs on the road in a playoff game. Yeah, you beat them in an ugly game there at the home opener in week three of the NFL season. I get it. But you're not going to go on the road there and win a playoff game anytime soon. So the expectation put on this Colts team this year was playoffs, win the division. Realistic expectation. Coming in, the offensive line and the wide receiver room were the two key issues. Ballard said that's not an issue, I believe, in this wide receiver core, and I think it's a core that, you know, can win us football games. Matt Ryan has been, I mean, I give him a C. He hasn't been good. He hasn't been bad. He's fumbled a lot, but he had an incredible game on Sunday to knock off the Jaguars and come from behind after trailing early again. This Colts team, what we saw on Sunday, is who the Colts are, which is very unpredictable. Okay, I think I mentioned the term bipolar last week. You don't know what you're going to get. We saw a different first half, a different second half. We saw him down. We saw him lead. It was crazy. It's 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 crazy to pinpoint it. But you got a chance to go to Nashville and avenge a loss that you took earlier in the season at home to the Tennessee Titans in week four. You can go to Nashville and pick up a victory by spreading out the football Hopefully you get Jonathan Taylor and Naeem Hines back. Looks like that's going to happen. Um, 
you know, people aren't going to like this opinion. So let me just preference by telling you that you're probably going to like not like this opinion. I'm over Shaq, Darius Leonard. I want Darius back because Shaq's always injured. Um, but here's the deal with Shaq Leonard. He's Miles Turner again. They're, they're, they're very similar, right? They've been leaders. They, they've shown great stuff. And then they're injured or then they're hurt or then they don't play well. And Miles Turner will get to because, my goodness. Here's my thing with Darius Leonard. I've always just thought that this guy was fake. Just fake. He just comes off as fake. Maybe overrated. He's had some great games. He's had some bad games. He's been injured. Uh, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. You better play this weekend. You better play this weekend in the biggest game of the season that could make or break the chances of you to win the division. I don't think, even though they're right now in the wild card spot in the AFC, and the middle to the bottom half of the AFC right now, I'm talking teams like the Raiders. I'm talking teams like the Jets. I'm talking teams you know, like the Dolphins, even. The Patriots have kind of shown. Teams that are right there in the middle, like mediocre, could make the playoffs, could be a wild, the Chargers, could be a wild card team, but also showing that they're kind of dog crap, so maybe they fall off. There's so many of those teams in, you know, in IndyCar, I call it the shit, right? Look, when you're at Texas and you're running 15th, you're right there in the middle of the shit. That's where the Colts need to get themselves out of. Leave Jacksonville, leave Tennessee, leave Oakland, I'm, I'm sorry, leave Las Vegas, leave the Chargers, leave the Patriots, Jets. Dolphins, leave those teams in the shit right there from maybe being a wild card team to maybe not being good. The Colts can take a step forward and win this division by winning on Sunday. If I don't believe if they lose on Sunday to the Titans that they're going to win this division. If they win on Sunday in Tennessee, I believe as crazy as the season's been, ties, bad losses, come from behind wins, ugly wins against Kansas City, as crazy of a roller coaster as this is, the Colts will put themselves in the driver's seat on Sunday with the win down in Nashville. It's a must win. It's a must win for the season. It's a must win for the fan base. Um, you know, you got like, like you could throw Cleveland in there. Even Cincinnati has been been up and down this year, but certainly Cleveland um, is another one of those teams. Maybe Pittsburgh. They've shown some some up and down tendencies this year. There's a lot of those teams in the shit, right? So the Colts don't need to worry about those teams that are in that mess if they win on Sunday against the Tennessee Titans on the road to, to, to now put themselves in the driver's seat of the AFC South. If you lose, you're down into the shit, and you're probably done. You're going to get mixed, and teams like say, uh, team, teams like the Chargers, what is this, 2017, Tony? I want you to learn where the cities are. Teams like the Chargers, teams like the Raiders, you know, Jets, uh, Dolphins, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, you're now in that scrum of teams that is looking to make that last wild card game, and that just puts too much pressure on you, and it just elevates every loss more than it does every win because you're competing against more teams for that spot. As to if you beat Tennessee, you're competing against the Titans from here on out, knowing that you beat them on their home turf, and you are now in the catbird seat. So uh, must win on Sunday for the Colts. Keep the tempo going. Find the tight ends. Michael Pittman Jr. needs to have a good game. Establish the run early. Keep the running attack and Derrick Henry and the Titans in check. Make Ryan Tannehill beat you because I don't think he'll be able to do that 
If you can make Ryan Tannehill beat you, you'll have a chance to win the football game. If you let Derrick Henry go for 100-plus yards on 25, 28, 30 carries, a couple touchdowns, you're going to be done. You're going to lose this football game. And honestly, I don't think that you have the – I don't think you have the chance to bounce back from losing this game. So um, just go down and get a win. You know, their whole mantra since Chuck Pagano and all the iron sharpens iron and – you know, forged whatever, all these sayings. There's all there's been that saying that's one and oh, one and oh, one and oh, one and oh. You gotta go one and oh this weekend, get a win against Tennessee, and then you really set yourselves up for success inside of the division and a chance to even host a home playoff game, but you gotta do it on Sunday to get a victory. I once again wanted to thank Flooring is Forever as well as the UPS store in Fishers. Be sure to support uh, those awesome people that support me. Thank you so much for listening. As always, liking and subscribing. Switching gears to the Pacers, who started the season on Wednesday night against the Wizards in a loss. Um, We're going to see a lot of losses this year. We're going to see some wins. We're going to see some fun basketball out of this group of Pacer players. But I have to start with this. Miles Turner in warm-ups. I had just gotten there. I didn't see it. Supposedly, there was something with the ball boy, and Miles Turner sprains his ankle. The guy, clearly, I mean, how made of glass can you be? You, you missed a lot of the season last year. Um, the You're way overdue on trading this guy because he is injury-prone now, and we learned that last night even more. And you've got to trade him before he gets even worse or hurts himself even more, and you can't trade him like he did right before the deadline last year, and he ended up dealing Demonis Sabonis, which I love Tyrese Halliburton. Don't get me wrong. Big fan of Halliburton, but I will miss I will miss Demontis Sabonis on this Pacer squad until the day that he retires. So there's that. Uh, I, I've not ever really been a Miles Turner fan. The Miles Turner apologist, oh, well, his shot blocking. Well, okay, great. And then he bricks four threes a game and Joel Embiid eats his lunch, and he gives up 10 to 12 rebounds to the opposition. So um, just get, just trade this guy before he has no value, and you get nothing for him, and he walks to the Lakers. Call Philadelphia. Hey, we got a shooter for you, because you don't really have much of a shooter, Philadelphia. P.J. Tucker is not a shooter. Even everybody says he is. Every time I watch P.J. Tucker shoot from the corner, the guy bricks it. We'll give you Miles Turner, Buddy Heald. You give us... Matisse Thybul, Shake Milton, and a first-round pick. Or maybe your first-round pick and Matisse Thybul. We'll see. I don't know. But get rid of Miles before it's too late, which I think it's already almost too late, but I think there's still time to salvage um, something out of him before he walks to a contender in the offseason in free agency. Look, this is a young basketball team. They're going to piss you off. They're going to make you smile. They're going to make you happy. They're going to make you sad. But it's going to be fun basketball. Tickets are going to be relatively cheap to come down to Gamebridge Fieldhouse and watch a game. They're going to be exciting. They did not quit last night. They didn't look good at all last night. I mean, they were missing shots and too many too many easy buckets for Bradley Beal and Daniel Gafford, who shot like five of six from the field. But they fought, and Tyrese Halliburton stepped into a three that would have tied the game, uh, even though he missed. But what I saw out of Benedict Matherin, 
Okay, look, this guy is a is gonna be a killer. This guy, he was pissed walking off the court. TJ McConnell had to walk up to him and say, "Hey, it's just one loss, just one loss." He was pissed. He had a great game in his in his first career game. He needs to be a starter. Whether Miles is out is not. Terry Taylor just isn't a starter. Um, you know, I, I looked at my buddy Matt went to the game. I said, um, "You know, it's never good when somebody in your starting lineup with the Austin P." So um, I, I do like I do like Taylor. But he, you know, uh, just not a starter. You know, I know injuries and you got to move things around. Uh, but let's get let's get Ben starting. They'll get the Spurs Friday night. That should be a the first dub of the season. The Spurs are are, are down. They're not very good. Um, Popovich might walk away halfway through the season. Um, we'll see. So excited to see what the Pacers can do here moving forward. A couple other odds and ends before we uh, close up here. Vegas has screwed up mightily, um, has screwed up a spread this week in college football, and it is right here. Well, the game isn't, but the team is right here at our home state of Indiana. I am talking about the Purdue Boilermakers. They are getting two and a half points at Wisconsin. That is absolute disrespect, and I expect you to put your your kids' um, savings fund for their college, your home mortgage, on this game, Purdue. Plus two and a half, just take them on the money line. Purdue is not going to lose this game at Wisconsin. Wisconsin is not a very good team. Uh, I'm shocked by the spread, even though it's very small. I think that two and a half, I think if this was at Purdue, it would be Purdue minus three. I think if it was a neutral site football game, this would probably be a pick em. But I, I think Purdue wins this football game. They are the better team. They will air it out. Wisconsin has a hard time scoring the football. Um, if you look at Wisconsin's last couple of weeks, um, in, in in losses, you know they've had a hard time scoring. Um, look, you could you can take away the the Northwestern game. Who Northwestern is just terrible, and they scored forty two points. Michigan State's defense last week just terrible. Um, I think Purdue wins this game uh, in a low scoring clip, 24-17, 24-10 type of game. So give me the Boilermakers in this contest coming up on Saturday to knock off Wisconsin and move to 6-2 and two with a clear shot at making it to the Big Ten title game. I've been talking about that for the last couple of weeks on this podcast. IU is at Rutgers. Um, is IU going to even get the bowl eligibility, or are, are fans already just ready to go for the college basketball season? And the incredibly overranked six-seeded uh, Indiana Hoosiers, please don't look too far into the – preseason rankings, but IU is going to have a chance basketball-wise real early in the season to show people that they're not overrated, and they're going to have a lot of good games in um, pre-Big Ten play that's going to give them a chance. So uh, IU football, you got to get a win here because you may only get one more after this, so it's going to be hard for them to get the bowl eligibility. Five wins at the max this year. They're not going to beat Purdue. They're definitely not going to beat um some of these other teams coming up on the schedule, they're not going to beat Penn State. They're not going to beat Ohio State. They might be able to beat the likes of Michigan State, and I don't think that they're going to beat Purdue. So, uh, Notre Dame, God, you know, I am a Notre Dame fan, and I know you're, uh, I don't like Notre Dame. That's fine. Um, they get UNLV, 27-point favorites. I don't like that. Notre Dame always plays down to the competition. I think UNLV is a pretty – they're an okay team. They're an okay Mountain West team. 27 points is a lot. But, you know, Notre Dame either blows them out or keeps it close. And I just – every home Notre Dame game just always seems 
to be a game where the where the opponent covers. So 27 is a lot of points. Um, IndyCar, some racing this weekend. Hey, big stuff going on at Lucas Oil Raceway coming up on Saturday. Three championships are going to be determined. The 500 Sprint Car Tour that I went and saw at Anderson Speedway a few weeks ago. The likes of Cody Swanson, Bobby Santos, if you know those names, will be there. That's a lot of fun. Go out and support that. Um, I believe the Silver Crown Championship will be decided in one. Others at Midget. Um, but three great races on Saturday. It's supposed to be a beautiful, beautiful Saturday out at Lucas Oil Raceway. Um, high of 75 on Saturday. You really can't beat that, um, especially in Indiana in October when, uh, I don't know, what, on Monday, what was it, 40 degrees, 35 degrees. So um, if you can get out there, check it out. Be sure to support that. Some big news, too, out of Lucas Oil Raceway. This past week, the Hoosier 100 returning in 2023. So um, I'm just hoping that all this is gearing up for them to, one, continue the truck race because we all know how much fun I had out there. Two, get an Xfinity race. And three, why not bring the NASCAR Cup Series All-Star Race to Lucas Oil Raceway in 2026? Give it to me, please. Uh, IndyCar, some testing next week at the Speedway. I'll be out there lights testing this weekend as well as Road to Indy, um, so that'll be fun. I will be out there meeting some new drivers, some young up-and-coming faces that I would say would be in IndyCar over the next couple of years, but who knows, because Linus Lundquist, your 2022 Indy Lights champion, is currently sitting on the sidelines and uh, doesn't, as of right now, have a ride for 2023 in IndyCar. Hopefully that changes. Hopefully he'll get that 19 car at Dale Coyne Racing or split the 51 with Takuma Sato. Uh, and being able to use that scholarship money. I don't know if you can put that scholarship money in the bank and then uh, have it gain interest for a year and, and go with it from there. So um, should be a fun weekend. Should be probably the last weekend of good weather in Indiana. Let's hope not. So get your Christmas lights out early and uh, enjoy yourself. All right, thanks so much for listening to the Tony D Podcast. Can't wait to come back next week, see what the Colts have done, uh, if they win down in Tennessee or not. Thanks, as always, to Flooring is Forever, flooringisforever.com. And the UPS store up in Fisher. Shout out to my friends at the shop in Broad Ripple. They've had some great specials going. Hope you took advantage of their one-day sale on Tuesday, I believe, this past week. When most of their IndyCar shirts were like $7.50. All right, enjoy your weekend. Take care.